the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. During the next two hours, our experts will help you with your gardening questions when you call 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Or come by Millburgers during the show and have your question answered in person. And now it's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930. 30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. A little too loud, is that what you're saying? Yeah. All righty. Uh, okay. okay. Beautiful. Oh, okay. You're beautiful. Oh, thanks. Shucks. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> All right. We're here at Millburgers where uh, it is a bit chilly and a little windy, but it's okay. Lots of folks out shopping. We are inside the two-story building, um, and uh, you can come in and ask your gardening question in person. Uh, I'm sure Trace will be with us in a little while. Dr. Calvin Finch. We have Mark Peterson. Myself we will answer all your questions. So uh, call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. The red buds are blooming, Mark. The the red buds? Oh, are they really? No. Yes. No. No, that's a no. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's been it's weird. Mark was talking last week about oak trees and the live yeah. oaks beginning to drop, and they are the leaves, yeah. not the trees. Yes. Well, some 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 trees are. Yeah, that's right. The, what? It's starting can, to drop too? Yeah. You can oh. tell it's some uh, faded leaves. Yeah, the... but it's leaves. But mountain laurel. I mean, the mallows, Monterey oaks. Right now, yeah, and then even some of the live oaks that, but that doesn't usually happen until uh, next month around this time. What's that? The leaves? Yeah, yeah. For the live oaks, no. I, but I'm starting to see my back of the. I park under a yeah. live oak. The back of my truck was full of leaves. I was that dude going down the highway spreading live oak leaves. Oh. It's good for the, the. It keeps the uh, the highway conditioned, right? Is it? I don't know. I don't. Okay. I don't know how to get them out. I, I, I'm just thinking uh, leaves on the highway, wet leaves. Kind of no, 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 no. Slippery. So no, you they were cr- dry. You were creating a hazard. They were dry. <laughs> no, okay. I dried them out before. I... <laughs> but anyway, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Red buds are bar- are blooming. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why did you say something sooner? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Calvin, for getting us back on track. Yeah, it was one of those that uh, so I'm, that I mentioned in my you article. You mentioned it, yeah. Let's talk about that. You mentioned the article. Um, did you? I perused it this morning. So, did you talk about the differences between Eastern and Texas slash Oklahoma? I did. Yeah, I think I did not get into the. May I just I said something to the fact that uh, find the Texas or the Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay, and there is. Yeah. And they'll be successful. You'll be successful with right. them. So, uh, uh, yeah, um, a lot of the nurseries have sold the eastern red bud, and they, they tend to have a light pink, kind of a big 
leafy leaf, yeah. a, a bigger leaf. And, and, a, and a nicer, sometimes a nicer bloom, but it doesn't always last that it, long. It doesn't last that long, and they don't like our, our summers at all. So uh, what we recommend is a Texas slash Oklahoma. It's the same tree. just depends on what side of the Red River you're on. Um, but it has a thick leaf. It has a, what I find more attractive. It has a purplish bloom to it mm. rather than a light pink. So um, I, that's why I like that one a little bit better. And the, the, the closer you get to San Antonio in the hill country, the more purple the flower seems to be. I'll be darned. I haven't yeah. noticed that. Yeah, I would look at no, that no. Over, over the years. Over the past forty years, is uh, I'm going. Am I just imagining that, or is that really uh, a thing? And I'd ask like Paul and, and other people, and they go, "Yeah, it appears to be that way." What What about that um, Mexican plum? That mm. that that was used to get a it, lot of attention. It uh, used to, yes, you are absolutely correct. That for a while, that was planting. They're planting all over. Uh, unfortunately, they were planted in, like, full sun. And I don't think it likes full sun. I think it likes partial shade or maybe understory. So, oh, uh, yeah, it does uh, very well in understory, uh, too. Understory, so... Uh, I, I had did, uh, if, if, if I'm wrong there, because I mentioned that it would prosper in full sun or uh, partial shade as understory, just like the red bud. Yeah. Well, let me temper it temper that comment by the saying that this was a, a, a certain city uh, locally known to us with the initials S and A and they were planning <laughs> they were planning it in a lot of places near parking lots, near sidewalks, near the parking lot of too, a park. Too hot, huh? Too, too hot. It was reflective heat. Mm. That so, so I think you're right. You're saying it will it will do well in full sun, but uh, I don't think near concrete or asphalt. Or yeah. within a confined space. What amazes me is that I, when I first had experience with it, it struck me as kind of a shrubby thing. But then I started noticing in in the sun mm-hmm. some of these specimens with uh, just a real nice shape, um, and then the, of course the bloom, and they, they they look so good if you planted them in the Milton's favorite uh, triumphant or tri- tri- three. Yeah. Trees in a row. Man, who knew I had yeah. architectural no, bonavides. Wow, <laughs> I can't say any of that. Hey, but, hang but, on. But oh. it's also, uh, I think it's good, uh, good looking for the landscape and yeah, understory tree. Yeah. Also, uh, really a pretty wonderful uh, wildlife uh, tree. Yeah. It, besides the fruit it produces and the blooms, and uh, it's a thick, thick, compact. Uh, uh, plant good good for uh, birds to hide and uh, produces a lot of insect uh, pests that chase for the birds too. So hey, we need to get plant. We need to get to the phone lines because we got to help Gary out at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Gary, you there? Yes, I am. Uh, there he is. What's I going on, am Gary? wanting to plant. Um, a blue uh, juniper, and I was looking at the Chinese uh, blue point or the Arizona cypress. Which variety do you think would do better in our area? Okay, whereabouts are you? 
I'm in Canyon Lake. Okay. Either one will do well for you. Hmm. It is a matter of taste. So the Arizona cypress is going to get to 30 feet, eh, maybe 35. And uh, they have a whole bunch of cultivars now, uh, ranging from really silver to just a little bit silver, from really fat ones to narrow ones. But they're going to get big. So the Blue Point, which is my favorite juniper, uh, it's not going to get as what uh, twelve, maybe fifteen feet at the biggest, and it's going to stay narrow. So it's more like an accent piece where the where the Arizona cypress is going to be much bigger. Is the Blue Point uh, a, as tough as the Arizona cypress? Yeah, I, uh, well, tough. Um, yes, it is tough. As tough as the cypress? No. So, but it can the, take yeah, our weather. And it can take our soil. weather. It will just require a little bit more watering, more moisture. Okay. Well, I've got a I've got a sprinkler in that area, so it, it'll get water enough. I was thinking about uh, putting some Mount Laurel in between them. Uh, it's okay. going to go along a fence row, so I'll probably go with the blue point. Uh, All right, so uh, what I tell everybody is uh, don't do the monotone, uniform plants all in a row. Yeah, we'll mix it up. There you go, yeah. Multiples, uh, mix up the the number, and then also, just like you kind of indicated, uh, away from the the fence and a little closer to the fence and, and kind of mix and match on that. Yeah. Yeah. So I would yeah, go with that with both on, of them. Yep, yeah, it I, looks like you lost your tooth or something. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so a yeah. zigzag pattern okay. is what we usually say, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So okay, I would do thank both. thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate Thanks, it. Jerry. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Glad to help you out there, man. Thanks for calling. All right. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I need to look at the weather and see... Uh, What's going on, too, with uh, um, this week? Do you know? We wouldn't dare have two days like this in a no, row for no. us. No. Well, no. We Tomorrow's not going to be quite as... Uh, tomorrow's not going to be like this. I have it on good authority. Sunny. If you look at the picture of tomorrow, it's sunny. About five or six degrees, maybe How warmer. that darn wind? What's that? Yeah. How about that wind? No, and it's not windy. That's that's the killer. Oh wow! It says it's forty degrees and overcast, right uh, now. Yeah. Yes, it was forty-one when I came over. So. Okay. Well, with that wind chill, it was like thirty-two. 20, twenty-three. Yeah. Was it twenty-three? No, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was twenty-three. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, it was little little tough on tomato <laughs> transplants. Yeah. I saw that polar bear so, shaking. Yeah. Um, let's see. So did you uh, on, your, a on your class today? Did you? Yeah. Oh that? yeah. Tell us how the class went. Oh, the class went real well. Uh, we uh, used the uh, new building at the Education Resource Center and uh, were able to get the tomatoes inside the building yesterday before the cool weather uh, tr- uh, got there so that they didn't get subjected to the, to the cold or to the wind and uh, seemed to go pretty well. Mm-hmm. People were enthusiastic and they... And we were so full house. Everybody that signed up came. And did they get the tomatoes that they wanted? Well, <laughs> they got a they got a the tomato. There was a 
uh, No Rambler, which was the tomato. Can he say that? Rodeo tomato. I guess he just did. This, oh. this. What? Well, you were not supposed to. I, I, did I say anything? No. Well, Milton, I think you kind of uh, blew well, it. Well, you uh, kind of blew it. You kind of let. You know, the cat oh, the okay. Well, he did say the whole thing. So. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll, Ram- be, I'll be Rambler quiet. Rambler is the choice of rodeo tomato for this year. But, <laughs> uh, but they are not ready. Uh, the wholesale nursery has not uh, released them. And so we, everybody that attended the class and those that attend the class at Millburgers next Friday will also will get a choice of... Uh, oh. Um, one of the ones we talked about before yeah, last week. Yes, help me. So we got Tycoon. Tycoon. We got, yes. I don't know, we got Celebrity. We got Thunderbird. No, we don't have Thunderbird. No, we don't have Thunderbird. And then we had... Uh, Red Snapper? Red, no, I wish yeah. we had uh, yeah. Red Snapper. No, but we did have Tycoon. Maybe it, maybe it came in, but yeah. uh, it was uh, it started with an A. Um, Amelia. Amelia. Uh, Amelia, yeah. Uh, An old, old one that was a rodeo to me, yeah. if I remember correctly. It was. All and right. So they get a choice when, uh, between that and then. The, but, of course, we're going to uh, give them access to the Rambler tomato as soon as it's available. David is on the line at 210 308 8867. David, how can we help you today? Uh, yes, yeah, so I wanted to get y'all's recommendation on a possibly a tall grass to plant along a uh, chain link fence to screen my neighbors off a little bit. Ooh. How tall? Yeah. First question. Well, well, as tall as possible. I was looking for something that would grow rather quickly, and I was thinking maybe a grass. If, if that's – you don't think that's a good idea, maybe the best type of uh, – Most of those ornamental grass – yeah, most of those ornamental grasses have been re- been reduced in size over the years. It's more compact, that is, more for the landscape. And so I doubt you're going to get anything uh, taller than three or four feet. What about our old, uh, old uh, classic? The, the classic one. That was a hesitation. I'm stalling for time, uh, Calvin, trying to remember. What, Pampas. Pampas. Oh, Pampas graph was... Sorry uh, I did that because I was stalling for time because I couldn't remember yeah. what it's called either. Pampas grass. Yeah. It really, it really does that job well, right. but it's it's hard to manage. Right. You know, you'll have it... You, you'll have it forever. And close, if you have it close to a fence, it's yeah. it's especially hard to yeah. uh, cut it out. And So make sure you're not directly on the fence. You're like 10 feet away. And because it will get that that wall uh, that that wide and tall, um, it will get big. It will get uh, uh, eight feet maybe. Yeah, and with, it, the, with okay. the plumes. Very nice co- uh, uh, cover. And, uh, yeah, the, the, do the job just the way you described it. But uh, okay. you want to be careful about uh, fire and uh, yeah, and then yeah. the, the man long term management. It'll be challenging. What about what about a vine as a option? Is it a chain link fence by any chance? I guess not. Or is yeah, it? Yes, it's a it's like a three or four foot chain link fence. So if there was if there if the vine covered the fence, yeah, if, but yeah. that's is that asking for trouble? Yeah. Well, well, first let's go back to some of the uh, smaller grasses. Oh, okay. Go, sorry, so that, sorry, so, Dave. No, no, no. It's just like I just wanted to go through them all in my head. Uh, so Lindheimer Bailey, uh, some of the golf. 
muleys. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Uh, very beautiful, but they, they would die back. Um, a lot of the grasses, they're not permanent, which is, I think, what you're kind of looking oh. for on that. So yeah, now yeah. go to the vines uh, on that. Yeah, cross vine and butterfly vine. And what's the other one we like? We have three. Butterfly vine, cross vine. Uh, cross uh, vine. Yeah. What's the other one, cross vine? Um, Queens? No, coral? Right? No, coral's too aggressive. That one. Yeah. Coral would cover the yeah. fence in the house. The rest of the yard. Yeah, we have one other one that we always liked. Really? But anyway, that yeah, I'm trying to think. It was butterfly, butterfly cross, cross vine, and um, butterfly and cross vine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that was a good one because they wouldn't pull down the fence. You know, you know, oh, if, if we went down to Confederate uh, Ivy, then that would haul down the fence. That'd be too heavy. Jasmine. Yeah, Jasmine. Yeah. Uh-oh. Mary's okay. Mary's Mary's got a thought. What? Carolina Jasmine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that'd be a good one. Jasmine, yeah. Jasmine? Yeah, that's how, that, we, that's that how one, we do the difference, Jasmine and Jasmine. That, that one's yeah. much easier to manage, yeah. for sure. And yeah. the deer don't eat it, and uh, it uh, is attractive, for sure. Yeah. Is it so, so okay. yeah, so there's a couple of options. Uh, the biggest grass, and it's literally going to get eight feet tall, and it would do the job for you. Um, but it, it it's going to be with you forever. And it's yeah, really, the, really, really uh, hard to to uh, to get rid of. I uh, remember. I still remember my burned eyelashes from <laughs> man. I wasn't going to go there, but since Calvin uh, let me, um, well, let, so let me, the, the, uh, let, me yes, let me ask you. Uh, I, I have uh, on the back of this property. There's a, an easement with uh, some businesses behind the easement. And I've noticed that there's some um, some reeds that are beginning to grow. I think they're like maybe a giant, what's called a giant reed. Yeah. Is there an, are there any downsides to letting that grow, or is it more of no. an invasive problem? Um, that the reason they're growing because there's probably a little drainage ditch in there, and they got some in there. Is it a problem? No, not like bamboo. Um, it's much more restrained and limited in where it's going to grow. So uh, if, it, if, if the weather dries out, yeah, there's going to be some mortality in there. Um, but once, once rains rains or so, then they come right back. But as, as far as a problem, not a problem like bamboo. So, uh, yeah. Right. So, uh, uh, Dundex, something, I, I can't remember the, the scientific name, but yeah, giant reed, that's a common one. Um, there's an inv- more invasive one that's tropical, and then there's a native one, and I can't tell the difference. Um, okay. Only the experts can. Right. Okay. And as far as a bush for a, a hedge, what what do y'all recommend for that? Uh, you- uh, the, the soil is not... Uh- not wet or soggy or anything, is it? No, no. It, it's yeah. Uh, uh, of course, the my, one of my my favorite would be uh, uh, the uh, uh, holly. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say size holly. Uh, Burford. The, yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, Calvin and I both love hollies, um, particularly since uh, all the fotinias with the exception of one, have been biting the dust 
long time. So we like hollies because their durability and their variability they can they can go to a wide wide variety. Yeah, they're easy to they're easy to grow and manage too. You don't mm-hmm. need much pruning. They um, are pretty drought tolerant and uh, don't uh, seem to be affected much by uh, um, drought or uh, diseases or insects. Um, you just want to make sure they. You just keep them, give them a reasonable amount of water. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole bunch that you can choose from. Uh, Calvin mentioned Burford, standard Burford. Uh, I like uh, a Nellie R. Stevens. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, that's going to be bigger. That's going to be 15 feet. Uh, there's one that's a little bit smaller called Oakland Leaf. One that Niels Berry loves. He loves that one. What is the one that starts with the C? Uh, Carissa, that's our. That's another one of our favorites. That's going to be a little smaller. Which uh, one did you say was fifteen feet? That's Nellie R. Stevens. That is a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Nellie R. Stevens. Yeah, the, and that that's more of a, a, a an individual tree. So you're talking a hedge. And yeah. So you, what you would do is get a couple of those bigger ones and then fill in with some smaller ones. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. No, thanks for calling, man. Hopefully, tell us how. Oh. Tell us what you decide on. Good question. Uh, okay. say, one, one, one final thing. One uh, final thing. One final thing. Um, Fotinius, Most everybody has red tip Fotinius. Now right. the obscure parent is called a Chinese Fotinia, and it gets big. It's like a small tree, but boy, is it durable. Um, but it's kind of it's not the most aesthetically pleasing. Uh, okay, but it is You'll Chinese Chinese Fatinia, and it's tough. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fut- yeah. So so look for You'll, that one too. Yeah, it has some flowers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for calling. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. That's a good call. Starting us off. Keep us going with uh, yours right after this, 210-308-8867. Milton Glick along with Mark Peterson, Dr. Calvin Finch, and your calls right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, is our number. But don't forget, if you're looking for delicious meats, if you're wanting to do a nice little trip today, head on out to Atkins, Texas. Uh, those who are near Prusky's Market in Atkins, Texas, on Highway 87, know about it and love it. When you go in there, it's a lot of fun. I've been there and just kind of talked to people, and you can tell they've got regulars. They go in there all the time. In fact, if you're asking uh, the meat market, the butcher, a question, chances are one of the regulars will chime in and help you, too, which is always fun. Uh, but uh, they've got all kinds of delicious meats. Uh, this is an old-fashioned meat market with old-fashioned values and an old-fashioned work philosophy, which means 
you can you're talking to people who understand what they're doing, who understand their craft and can help you. Not only that, but Prusky's has made its bones. No pun intended. Uh huh. I'm, I'm going to use that with Edmund Hill like that on on high quality, delicious meats from beef to chicken, uh, all kinds of poultry, including duck. Uh, they've got uh, all kinds of stuff there. Quail. Uh, per- I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, your your sausages. Great sausages. We're going to have some tonight, as a matter oh, really? of fact. Yes. You're going to actually have the... Really? The, uh, what? Swedish sausage? No, no, no. We're getting the... The Polish wedding sausage. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, uh, you, you really you owe it to yourself. That's across the Baltic Sea, I think. Yes, oh. yes. So I remember. I, I, you know, uh, it was under the domination of Sweden for a very long oh, time. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's what the Swedes say. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, Pruski's Market, Highway 87, between 410 and 1604. Uh, it's a website, Pruski'sMeatMarket.com. You, listen, you'll enjoy it. You'll get a kick out of it, and you'll, you'll be back time and time again. The phone number is 830-227-8322. But go by and visit Edmund and the gang at Pruski's Market. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210 210- 308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. Call us. We've got those uh, listeners in Michigan uh, who call and listen to the show. We've got uh, uh, our North Texas connection. So, From coast to coast, but we have listeners. Before we do, but before, you, uh, before we took a break or right after we went to break, Mark said, that's a great segue to uh, his question, Gary's question, to something else. Yeah, our two previous uh, callers, um, you know, talking about planting shrubs. Mm-hmm. And right now is the perfect time to plant trees and shrubs. What? And perennials. So, uh, speaking of that, uh, yeah. Calvin had a great article in the newspaper wow. this morning talking about small, medium trees. Last week he talked oh, yeah. about shade, shade trees. trees. Okay. And this week he's talking about small trees. Uh, landscape slash ornamental trees for the, your your landscape. Okay. So, um, so what are some of the ones? Don't no spoilers, I guess, unless you don't care. Are spoilers okay? Well, yeah, Mark is relatively new to the show, so we've got a little slack. He he did, he did not squawk and moan about one of the trees that I well one of those plants I designated as a tree. Uh oh. And. Uh, but it, it's it's a uh, which it's one a really interesting which one should he have plant, about? and it's one that Milberger's is featuring right now. So, uh, Lady Banks Rose. Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's really a neat uh, and the the neat another neat thing is that I've got two in my yard, mm-hmm. and they've got they they're so versatile. They're just you would never believe that they're two plants that are related, uh, but one of them is this. Growing up, growing up through the huge live oak to seek out the sun, and then the other one is that got the classic weeping shape, ten by ten, out in full sun, and they both bloom very well. So that's uh, that's one of the it's one of those plants that if you want to kind of something interesting and something different, mm-hmm. they. Now, the bloom period is not real long. It's not three, long at all. Three I, weeks. I, I, yeah. Yeah. That's a good three weeks. Yeah. Or two and a half, maybe. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I wish it was longer. It was a great tree. No, he was, he was, he was 
torment me because I tend to be technical and pedantic. Oh. And so, so they're not really trees. You know, I'm so. starting to squat. Well, tra- yeah. And then traces are not really roses. No. Oh, uh, so what are they? The poor things are just, just <laughs> isolated and uh, packed, segregated from the rest of us. I don't understand. Mm. What, just what, sad. What, what does he mean when he says they're not roses? They're, they're in the farthest corner away from all the other plants. I'm like, why are the roses way over there in the corner? I don't know. I, don't, I can't remember what the, uh, the uh, Latin binomial is. <laughs> Do you want me to look it up? Yeah, well, well, what, for, for up. Lady Banksia or just Rosa? It's Rosa is the no, genus name. Is it a, Lady Banks, if it's not a rose, what is it? You know? Yeah. All right, I'm going to look it up. Hey, hey by any oh. other name. Now, 210-308-8867. Is this amazing? 210. Two things at once. Or? Yeah, I know. Uh, well, sort of. Oh, well, Rosa Banksia? Banksia? Oh, Banksiana, maybe. 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 There's no N, but yeah. Okay. Banks, yeah. Uh, Lady uh, Banks Rose, or just Banks Rose, is a species of flowering uh, plant in the rose family, native to central and western China. And then it gives the provinces. Uh, yeah, it says scientific name. Oh, the family is Rosea, and the kingdom is Plantea. Does that help you at all? No, no, no. Just, 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 just go on. No, that's all I got. <laughs> I can tell you that. What, 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 so, what, so, there that what am I reading? That it's not so, so it's in the kingdom of plants, and so that's, that's oh, okay. That's oh. good enough. Hmm. But it's, oh, uh, it's okay. a neat plant. Two-color flowers. Yeah, and and like I've been mentioning in the last couple of weeks, is I like the white because it is rare. Um, you know, like maybe eight, eight out of every, seven out of every ten banks is is yellow, and and you got those. That the, were white. Mo- the pictures Mo- on the internet are all yellow, I think. Yeah. Uh, Mo- yeah, no, there's white. I'm sorry. And it looks like... But, it. Yeah, it's, but don't you have each one? one white and one yellow. Yeah. Actually, and to Dave, Dave's question, too, if you look under for pictures, you'll see one that is put in front of a, a fence. It's a picket fence, so it's probably not quite as tall, but it's going. It's spread out oh. pretty far, and it's going all the way uh, uh, over the fence. So there you go. Did we uh, did we suggest that as a choice, the Lady Banks? No, we I did thought. not. And, oh, I thought and, you did. That's a great choice. Oh, okay. Well, thanks, Milton. The growth rate is fast, by the way. All right, and that's what he was looking for. Yeah. So there oh, you go, there Dave. You. Glad I could help. They, um, the one of. One of them, I think, uh, I think it, the color of the flower is not related to whether it's got thorns or not. But most of those that are available in the market now don't seem to be yeah, don't, uh, emphasize the thorns yeah. or don't have the thorns. Don't have them or they're minimal. Wow. Yeah. But they're, they're long-lived. The, the ones we got are, are 40 years plus. They're, right. they, they're long before I was to the, to the house. And, uh, the more I think about that, the more it be... M- might be a solution to, to Dave's to Dave's question. And we have them right here at the nursery, Dave. 1604 on Boulevardy Road. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. What else does Calvin talk about? 
well, I asked them during the break uh, by Japanese plum. I know it by another name. So loquat is what mm-hmm. I would I, I know it as. So, yeah, but that's, it's, that's probably a better thing to call it. Yeah, and then Mr. Moy was always adamant. Um, anything that was called one, he would make sure that you knew that it was a Chinese plum. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Chinese rather than... Than, than Japanese. Oh, okay. Yes. And which one is it? Uh, it's loquat. I call it loquat. No, oh, okay. Uh, and it's and it's a great tree. It does tend to proliferate um, by seeds and at the stump. And so... Mm-hmm. Keep it into a, a, a small tree would be the greatest thing. Now, a lot of people in San Antonio use them as a hedge. Yeah. I've, a tall uh, hedge. Yeah. The, the yeah, home that really we had in Alta Vista had it as a, actually, they had a screening. Yeah, Classic example. Uh, putting on the side of roads, mm-hmm. so it's probably one of the best around. Plus, it can it's really tolerant of, of shade or sun. Right. Some of them uh, took, the, took it on the chin with the... The With freeze. the freeze, yeah. hmm. so they're they're still recovering, if they're going to recover. Oh, what's wrong? Oh, nothing. I could just hear y'all from the other room when I was at lunch. <laughs> oh, okay. What did we say that that, that you didn't you didn't come here? You didn't come running in. No, but you didn't hear me scream. No, said, it's a Loita. Oh, you're talking about the Lady Banks? Yeah. Oh, so, but it doesn't say that on the web. Mm, Can't you believe everything on the web? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, but as far as there's a lot of things in the family of roses that we would not call roses ah. so pretty sure that fotinia is in that group uh, yes it is uh india hawthorn yes it is some people oh, say really some people say indian yeah but uh, india hawthorn oh it is that. i didn't know that yeah. i say indian so there's quite a few things that are in that family yeah. but okay. we, wouldn't, we wouldn't necessarily call them roses yeah. okay uh, it's a huge family. Uh, legume. I was and, wondering if he heard us. And the rose. <laughs> uh, what else did we say that irritated you? Anything else? No. Oh, they just said Okay. So what would I look under for that? L- Louita? Don't ask me to spell it. Okay. All right. 210 just made it up, you know. Obvious. <laughs> I have done that before. But, oh, have but you? But not lately. <laughs> That's usually when I'm talking to my wife. It's Oh, okay. It's a Henway. What what what? What Fred? color flowers Fred. do we? What ones we have? Are they both? Fred? Oh, yellow and white. Oh, cool. Do we? Uh, Mark, have you ever grown a Henway? No. Rats. You're Rats. not. You're not helping. No, I'm not helping because that's that's either me or or. Uh, no. Trace. Calvin, have you grown a Henway? Huh? <laughs> have you grown a Henway? That was my alarm to come back from lunch. Have I grown a Henway? Uh huh. I don't think it's in the Rose family. Uh-huh. I don't know what a Henway is. You could ask. Okay, what's a henway? About two or three pounds. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> we don't have the rim shot. Oh, I know. We don't have that anymore. But uh, that sounded like you just made it. That was what I thought of when you said you just made up names. Made up names. You should do that. Just tell people. Tell them at one of your. See, try this at one of your training sessions. We're getting some henway in. No. <laughs> now, I have heard David call weeds uh, like Forbes. Uh, kind of, a, it is kind of a universal thing. I learned it from Paul. Oh, Fred. Yeah, Fred. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to know its name? Yes, Fred. Fred. All right. What else does Calvin talk about? Did I miss anything? Oh uh, no, it, it was. Uh, well, we should have let Calvin talk about his article. Nah, but I, I was reading it this morning. Calvin is shy. Good. He does not like to talk about his own article. Yeah. 
I'm uh, kind of talked out after yeah. that program this morning. Oh, I no, that is okay. true. That's true. Now, uh, yeah, so he had crepe murals on there as well. Oh, and yeah, that's right. Some, yeah. some people don't, but that's one of my favorite mm-hmm. small trees. In fact, I made a small list of my favorite trees in addition to his. So uh, for sun, I like crepe murals and Texas mountain laurel. Yeah. And for shade, I like uh, the uh, the possum on Yopan. And Texas Sephora, or otherwise known as Eve's Necklace. And I really like Mexican Buckeye. Now, that tends to be a shrub, but you could, with some training, train it into a tree. You've got to have a pretty, um, uh, your your description of shrub has to be pretty open, (laughs) because mine have a tendency to flop over, and uh, and they're long, single... Tops, do they, if they're grown in full sun, do they, uh, uh, they, they, form, they form better, or are they? Yeah, they, so it be, it would be a little warm or droughty for them, so they will will restrain their growth, but not uh, not succumb to the drought. So they're a native, but yeah, so in uh, in the shade they might they might produce some taller sprouts. Yeah, uh, but I like. I mean. Oh, they're, buds, yeah, they're wonderful. Red, uh, well, in fact, they should be blooming. Right now. That's just what I was going to yeah. say. It was red buds and Mexican buckeyes of the Harburger. Harper. Help me out, Milton. What? Help me out, Milton. Harper. Uh, yeah. no, thank you. About two or three pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Ted is on the line at 210-308-8867. I have call. I have texted back to the station. They apparently have gotten no complaints on that joke. So that's good. That's the first time. Ted, welcome to yet. <laughs> welcome to. The, <laughs> I haven't called it. Yet. <laughs> the the email days, from the uh, days young. from uh, Trace. Uh, Ted, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I am doing very well. I hope that um, you guys are as well. Yeah. What's going on? Thank you for taking my call. I have a question. I just this past mm-hmm. week read that uh, purple tomatoes will be available for the. Uh, home gardeners this year, and I would like to know where to get my hands on some uh, uh, tomato transplants, uh, purple tomato transplants. There you go. Well, the uh, Cherokee purple would be the only for sure. Uh, that's almost always available, although it's, uh, it is an heirloom variety, so it doesn't produce as uh, many tomatoes as some of the hybrids, but they do taste good. Do we still have the Cherokee purple? Uh, no. Okay. Are so, we getting some in? Not this week. Okay, but soon. Yeah, next week's a new challenge. Okay. Um, now you're next not talking. Week at uh, Millburgers, correct? You're, well, we, we don't know. Theoretically, maybe. So I'll be I'll be able to answer that question next Sunday. But what you could do, Ted, is uh, I can give you a phone number. You can call and put yourself on a wish list here at the nursery. Um, would you Would you like that? Yes, I sure would, but uh, you, I will have to scramble to find a pen. Why don't you email me, and I'll uh, I'll email you. It's just I'll give the number anyway, but you can just email me, Milton at klup dot com, or what I'll do. Tell you what I'll, I'll do. I'm going to uh, give the number. He'll uh, he'll give it to you. He'll put you on hold, and he'll give and it to you. And then after that, he'll give it to Trace, and then Trace <laughs> will give it to Mark well, and I. Uh, and uh, so, so go I, through I, that I, again, Milton. <laughs> What's that? I've got a pen and paper, so uh, that'll that'll teach you. Two one zero four nine seven 
three seven six zero. Did you get it? Three seven six what was zero. Last two number six Sixty. Zero. Cool. Sixty. I, I've got it. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ted. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I got another question on that, but yes, sir. What? Well, I'm just thinking. You know, color is subjective. Black crim looks purple too. Oh, does it? Okay. And that funky purple that we were talking about. I know you're not going to get it because it's GMO. Uh, but are you seeing it on any oh, of your? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. No, none of our suppliers are going to grow any yeah. GMO products. Oh, good. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back and talk to Tom right after this. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9. Got pests out there that are driving you nuts. If uh, you've tried everything, including other pest control companies, and you still are not having uh, any luck, or if you just want to make sure that you don't uh, get those uh, rats and roaches and stuff. Well, have Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control on your side. Uh, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control has been doing this since 1976. We got a nice call about them, uh, looking for them uh, after the show last week, and uh, I know that that person's going to be happy with the service they get um, from Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. So from ants to zebra moths, Warren, you need to call us and tell us what zebra moths are. Uh, they can help you get rid of them, especially as those scritchies in the attic or those little ants in the cabinets or drawers. Spider-Man Termite, 656-3721. Go online, read all their great reviews at GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. 210-308-8867. Tom has a question. At uh, Tom, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Uh, great. I... Uh by the way, I I was at uh, Calvin's tomato class this morning. It was very informative and oh good. Um, and I got a wonderful Rodeo tomato plant all ready to to uh, shift over to a, a larger bucket. <laughs> all right. Um, so he sorry. okay. Oh man. All right. Uh, anyway, um, I, I I found the spelling. It's S E R I S S A. Sarissa. It, it's a it's a plant that's typically used by bonsai growers uh, to make bonsai trees, and um, I was wondering if um, I I don't know I think it's a hedge, but uh, do you, I'm looking for a place to find Sarissa in San Antonio. I'm new here and I, I really don't know much about what. No, yeah, yeah. So looks like a variegated boxwood. Huh. Or or a uh, very uh, it's, good uh, much ornament. much smaller smaller leaves than a boxwood. Uh, that's oh, what makes there, it a good bonsai there, tree. There are types of boxwoods that have tiny leaves nowadays. Oh, is that right? Yep. There's uh, baby, J- baby Jim and Baby Jade would would they're green. They're not variegated like this, but uh, that would be a close second. Well, I may have to now. Are those available at your nursery? Yes, we do have them. Oh, so baby Jim, baby Jade Boxwood. And there's a so, few okay. greenhouse plants that look similar to this too. Are I, you? I have to go look in there. And make, are you looking up Sarissa? I did. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to find another name for it. But oh, okay. I this don't may require some research. Yeah. 
Snow Snow Rose Plant Sarissa F O E T I D A. Maybe that'll give you a clue. Uh, there's a flower. There's a there are different varieties, but this one looks like it has uh, it has white flowers on. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if it's the same plant. Yeah, there is know. one called snow rose. No, no, it's very very different. The the flowers on the Sarissa look exactly like a uh, a, a minuscule, very tiny uh, uh, carnations. Hmm. Hmm. I'm I'm gonna go take a trip to the greenhouse. Tonight. Okay, we're taking a trip to the greenhouse. Yeah, I was say, I'm bound to have something like this. Spe- in there. Speaking of that, do you know what an abelia looks like? No, no. It can be a dwarf abelia, um, but they have little tiny flowers, with just what you were talking about. And so uh, yeah. take a look at that. Go online and look at that one, abelia, A-B-E-L-I-A, on that one. And then uh, okay, what's, now, what's another have, one? Is that available at, at the yeah. Oh, yeah, nursery yeah. also? Yeah. That's a, uh, it's a very old, old-fashioned uh, flowering shrub. Yeah. Well, I'm so, just so, have to so, make but it, it, how can we keep? I'm just gonna have to make a trip to the connect with him. Traces. Hmm. Well, the Sarissa. Okay, yeah. Cool. Um. Oh, now. Oh, it says includes results for. Um. S e r r i s s a. Could it be that? S e r i s s a is correct. Oh, okay, not C. Okay, I was getting stuck on C. No, it's uh, well, yeah, yeah. I, I corrected that at first because I looked it up to make sure that I had spelled it right. Yeah. Well, there are a couple of choices. He can either leave. Do you want to call the the wish list, uh, uh, kind of that number, and that way when they get one in, they can call you or they can kind of yes. look at Yes, that would uh, be very nice. Did you get that number when I gave it to Ted? Did I give it to Ted? Uh, no. I can do that. Tom. Hang on. You ready? Sure. Two one zero four nine seven four nine seven three seven six zero three seven six zero. Okay. Yeah, but but listen for a while. Tra- okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, looks like I'm going to have to come look at those boxwoods too because cool. I didn't know right. that that, it, that they came in tiny leaves. Yeah. Just ask for Trace. He'll help you out. And if you come yeah, in okay. tomorrow. Yeah. If you come by tomorrow, just say hi to us. Yeah. We'd love to hear it. Just wave at us from the world. We'll be on the porch, yeah. probably. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh-huh. Talk to you later. You. Good to see you. Yeah. Did we ask somebody else to it go was, to your thing? Was Tom, was it you that we asked to go to his uh, presentation and give us a report, or was that somebody else? No, it must have been somebody else, because I haven't Uh-oh. talked to you before. So this did... is my first time to call. How, what, how does he do this? Does he, like, start off with some humor uh, you know, or does he just go straight to the the presentation? We're, we're definitely serious I about out everything. With questions and answers, which surprised me. Okay. He. Yeah. All right. I'm glad he did well. We never what had a doubt. Interested in just answer the questions. There you go. There you go. Okay. Any tips for him? He's doing it again next week. Uh, uh, any tips for him? Uh, I'll just do the same you know, thing. I wish I had thought about that because I'm. Uh, I'd like to give him some, but, but I did don't you, know what I could do. I'm not, you, a, I'm not a good teacher myself. Did you hear that Henway joke I told earlier? Don't. 
How much uh, is a Henway, no, Milton? No, no, you blew it, Mark. <laughs> if you didn't, if you heard it, you, he could start with that. You think that would go over with a little play on? It was all the goodwill that I. <laughs> that that you, I yeah, that's right, poor yeah, Thomas. I will never go for a while now. Now. <laughs> Now no, I don't want to talk to anybody. No, we had a great audience, too. Thank uh, you. Uh, a lot of very... Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. We'll find out here. We'll see what Trace has to say when he comes back. All right. Thanks, Tom. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. All you seeing Trace in your... No. No, oh, okay. I've got about three minutes left. I'll tell you what I'll do, and that is I'll tell you the about the same. The low around 34... Uh, with wind gusts as high as... is coming with the plant. Oh, good. About 20 miles an hour. All right. Um, and then tomorrow, sunny, high near 59. Uh, and But uh, wind's around 5. Oh, is that the thing? Maybe. Okay, I did go online, and snow rose did come up, but... Uh, and I was spelling it wrong. I was spelling it in my mind with a C, but, but the S came up, so... Uh, and the common name came up as Sarissa. Also, I think this is pretty close. It, yes. And I, he might have even spelled this when I was reading and I wasn't paying attention. Oh, okay. Uh, Nia Buxfolia. Oh. And okay. it's got the family name on it. But that that's the leaf size he's talking about. Yeah, that does look like a miniature. But what I see, it looks like it blooms red. Oh. That red tint. Uh, Buxfolia, that's uh, boxwood. This is Tropical boxwood. Oh, tropical boxwood, Tom. Yeah, ask uh, when he comes by. He can he can ask about it. So, but he would find that in the greenhouse. Correct. You said does that mean there are so many things in there that I can't pronounce the name of? But does that mean it's an indoor plant? Uh, It says tropical boxwood. So oh, so it needs the protection in in the name. Okay. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. It would make a very cool bond. It's got a little scissors here and there. I forgot he mentioned the boxwood part of it. Yeah, Tom, you need to come over here. Okay, who should he ask for? Well, can, he, can he ask for you if he gets here when you're working? He could, or he just go to the greenhouse. Just go to the greenhouse too. Okay. Yeah, he's if, he, if, he, if he wants yeah. us to walk him out there, we can. But <laughs> he said uh, that he heard enough that the. What's yeah. coming over? Yeah, yeah, he's going to come over. He's going to look at yeah. it. Calvin did a great job, so I think you can be comfortable with Calvin next Saturday. I don't have to worry about him? Apparently not. Okay. okay. All right. Or lock me lock me out of the greenhouse. <laughs> That's right. I don't. What, what makes you think you're going to be in the greenhouse? Yeah. It's supposed to be nice weather next week. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. With more Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. Come out to visit or call us at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And now back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. We're live here at Millburgers in the two-story. Come visit us. 1604 and Boulevard Road. And uh, boy, oh boy, talk about some nice weather next week. Uh, starting off Monday, uh, high near 69, sunny, sunny, sunny and 69. Tuesday, sunny and 79 is the high. That'd Are be you great. serious? Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, high near 82. 
high near 85 on Thursday, and up it goes down just a little bit. Friday, high near 75. So it sounds like shorts weather. It does sound like shorts weather. And it does sound like you need to get your pre-emergence out ASAP. Oh, okay. Shorts weather Elaborate. Mean, well, shorts weather for you means the seeds are going to start germinating. Oh. Yep. Get, well, get ready. Get ready for the rescue grass to go to go to seed, too, yeah. Yeah. So cut it this weekend, huh? Yeah. So what have we been talking about? Mow, 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 mow. And then apply the pre-emergent. Okay. And do you want to go over the pre-emergent again real quick? The choices and what you should get for well, right now? There's a, a number of them. Um, barricade would be one, although I think I'm temporarily out. Dimension is the most commonly used, and it is the least expensive. Uh, but everybody does a good job on one thing or another. So Dimension does a great job on grassy weed seeds, including crabgrass. Um, gallery is going to be the other end. It does a much larger spectrum of broadleaf weeds and not so many grasses. And then we do have crew and 50-pound bags. That's literally the two combined together. Okay. And we have been selling corn gluten, so there are some organic oh. people out there that are, are doing the corn gluten still. A what? Selling what? With corn gluten. Oh, really? Now, Trace had a great idea because um, it is a big, big bag or crew. Mm-hmm. So you can buy one and use some of it in the springtime and okay. then again in the fall. So, because it handles both the grassy and uh, broadleaf. Oh, it's okay. That's a good idea. It'll keep, right? Because we get those questions sometimes people want to know. And they got a bag of crew that I bought last year or something. So, keep it away from temperature swings and moisture. Okay. So, don't keep it anywhere that's not temperature controlled? It'll last longer and do better. Okay. Because I thought the shed was a good idea and then you said no. Because sheds, yeah, you're right. They, they, they get extra hot. Yeah, yeah, and cold. Yes, sir, what's that? No, I was going to say, on, this, on, on the level, you know how a lot of times you have shelves in your garage? Mm-hmm. So second level, that is off the ground, and and then okay. temperature controlled. That would be the ideal place for it. Okay. Very cool. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Was, that was I was just nice wondering where I was going to put my uh, uh, tomato transplants. If, now if we've got the crew tra- taking the space in the second shelf <laughs> in, in the shed. You know. That's going to be a problem. The tomatoes could go on the ground. Not our problem, Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's a good point is do you plant tomatoes now? And no. our answer is no. Nope. Nope. Bottom up. But if you do it right, you're gonna get you're gonna get a fast, uh, satisfying bit of production out of your uh, tomatoes. If you pick one of those determinate tomatoes mm-hmm. that, that are available, and uh, just like the uh, uh, oh, the tycoon and the, is that Amelia? That Amelia is a full size, isn't it? Uh, yes, and that was a rodeo tomato mm-hmm. many years ago. Yeah, for sure. About three times it looked like on the list. Hmm. But, uh, However, it's a lovely segue to Trace. What has come in and what will be coming in? Uh, first thing we try, in I'll be able to answer more of that tomorrow. Uh, uh, okay. I can tell you there was no rodeo tomato for this year available yet. Yes. Did but you, we did, got other tomatoes coming. Good. Did you hear we slipped the name out early no, in the program? I, I did not. Okay. I would have come yelling. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't know what happened. What me? Did they, did they get it right? That's my question. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I yelled at Milton because Milton identified it it's in the course of somebody else's conversation. And I went, don't, don't, that's my that's free. Anyway. don't acknowledge it. It's too late. The rodeo is already happening. It's, anyway. it's yeah, who, escaped. Who is, uh, I, I told all the employees this morning. Oh, okay. I knew people were going to be asking. Okay. And I said, do you really, are Who you sure you want to secret from us now? I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. I thought at this point, I mean, at what point does the rodeo have to be that you name the rodeo tomato? Okay. It's got to exist first. Oh, that's true. In my mind, if we yeah. it doesn't do good to talk about anything that you can't. Yeah. Well, hopefully, it'll, hopefully it'll exist soon. All right. Yeah. However, but what, did anything come in? Yeah. Regards to tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, and then vegetables and Leaner variety on tomatoes than last week. So there was still plenty of Celebrity Tycoon and Amelia and a, a few oddball ones. But we're going to build that back up this and, week. And then uh, Juliet is still there? In oh. very small amounts, but I think we ordered some more. Okay. That was the cherry, cherry-ish one. I'll go get my list. <laughs> poor, poor Trace. We keep sending him back out. The I'm sorry. I put him on the spot. I, time and time again. All right. It's one of the traditional questions we have every every weekend is what's come in and what yeah. will be coming in. Well, and I can ask him with calls what people are complaining about, no, too. No. What they're asking the staff about. It's We're back to grass? Okay. Uh, it's it grass. Okay. So okay. you want to repeat that? So what? We'll, on the radio, so we'll do it in an orderly way. What? What am I repeating? What is one of the most important oh. questions that Trace has been getting yeah, from the, the staff here? It's uh, the question that get asked the most is about grass. It's about grass. And yes. uh, what are they asking about grass? Like, why isn't it coming back? I do have... Uh, well, grass is dormant right now. No, not mine. My little St. Augustine is jumping up through those oak leaves. Yeah, I still think it's rescue grass. <sighs> The oak tree leaves insulated it from the cold. That's what I think. It's certainly possible. Okay. I'm going to take a picture. I forgot to take a picture. All right. Okay. I gotta, yeah, yeah. Yes, you have to take a picture. Cause then I, I got to mow the grass anyway. So I'm That gonna, is correct. And, why do you have, and what are you going to do when you mow? Um, You're going to catch in case there's some seed production. Oh, I don't have a catcher. I just uh-huh. I have a mulching mower. Okay. Oh, well, you're married to her. What are you talking about? <laughs> have her get it, little, get it, go, go. Have her with a little net right behind <laughs> okay. you. Okay, you're doing great. All right, so there's three different suppliers this week. Okay. So theoretically, we're going to have Bobcat. Oh, the tomato. Yeah. Wasn't well, that what we're talking about? Yeah. Uh, Red Deuce. Ruby Crush. Ooh, okay, that's oh, that's one of Calvin and I's favorites. And... Gallon cans, celebrity, Red Deuce, Thunderbird, and Tycoon. And just uh, a let me change vendors. Okay. Now this is these one gallon. Uh, Hang on, Tom. Containers available uh, for those folks. I mean, we had a lot of calls wondering if we could fit into our class. It's getting tougher, tougher to get fit in and to get. Well, we're all, we're closed in ter- terms of the uh, number of uh, transplants, but uh, this is this is just as good getting one of those getting those uh, varieties in the one gallon. That right. Works, Let's works. go ahead and take Tom while I'm turning pages. Okay, Tom is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Tom, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Uh. 
just fine, just like I was a few minutes ago when we talked. Okay. Wasn't uh, sure. It was, I forgot to assume it was the same, Tom. What you need? Yeah, uh, it is. I uh, hate to bother you guys uh, twice on the same program. You're okay. I forgot. I forgot to ask um, if I could grow any persimmon tree in San Antonio, or does it have to be the Texas persimmon? Uh, well, Texas persimmon is our native persimmon. Uh, so if you're wanting a small ornamental tree, which I think that article was about, yeah. that's kind of a cool yeah. one. Uh, yeah, it's wonderful. It has, a, for some reason, a symbiotic relationship to live oaks. So when you see them in nature, 99% of the time they're like up against a live oak tree. Yeah. Well, I always, uh, it just amazes me because when their fruit is ripe, the, the tree is just in motion because of the birds, the blue jays and the oh, mockingbirds. Yeah. I was going to say, and then possums and, and, and raccoons. And, and, and me. I, I love that fruit. Oh, rats. We, we go hiking I was and, hoping, and when they're ready and uh, we right. come we come back full. No. But, but there's, uh, I was hoping there's other to, persimmons that are uh, little tougher to grow, but they, they, they do well. Yeah, it's doable. Um, so if it's my understanding, uh, chocolate persimmon is your best pollinator. Uh, but we do have probably about three or four good varieties out there. Yeah. I think it's Tanya Nashi, and Fuyu. Fuyu, and one or two more. Right. And you've got uh, them uh, at uh, the nursery? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Well, now, um, I'm not so interested in feeding the wildlife, but I, I want persimmons to feed myself. Um well, Can you give me you a might, clue? You might Which starve if you're doing the Texas persimmon because the, the fruit is very small and has small, mostly seed. Yeah, in relation to the seed, it's it's small. Is is there an edible persimmon that will do well in Texas? Uh, all those varieties that that we mentioned: Taninashi, Eureka, and so the oh, Asian Fuyu. Yeah, the Asian persimmons. I think there's a Eureka. Or a Eureka. Yes, Some, there's another one out there. Yeah, and a Yi, I think. And uh, so, but there's a bunch of them out there. But uh, uh, and, and they're easy to grow. Tom, uh, another thing I do when you're, you're talking about the uh, the persimmon, and it makes me think about the figs and how wonderful they are to eat, and along the same kind of line, easy, very easy to grow. Do you have, have you ever thought I'm about the figs? Is, uh, I have, and I do love figs, and uh, so I'm. Is, but uh, back to the persimmon, just for a second, please. Uh, is there? Can you recommend the persimmon that has the most meat on it for human consumption? And it tastes good. Uh, I don't know. Trey, Trace and I are looking at each other, and um, to me, they're all about the same. They're all going to be about the same size, um, the same coloration. Um, mm-hmm. Now, it's a chocolate. Chocolate is known as chocolate because it's it's sweeter, uh, and mm-hmm. and the persimmon are separated into astringent and non-astringent. And I'm thinking that you probably want. And non-astringent, and all the ones Chocolate. that we recommended is yeah. Other uh, ones we recommended, I believe, they are non-astringent. So it'd be Fuyu, uh, Eureka, uh, Chocolate. Uh, I want to say Yi, um, but uh, but they're all available here. We have, not all, of them, M- but most a lot are of them available. Are, most are available. Is Fuyu? That's how uh, I saw so. Fuyu out there. Yeah, that's yes. all. That's I, all. I, I, I saw Fuyu choice. out there as well. So now you got me interested in in the uh, 
uh, I wasn't going to ask about fig, but I do want a fig. And uh, is there a specific uh, best variety for oh, growing around here? <laughs> so I think, I think everybody sitting at this table would agree that Celeste tastes the best. I knew I was going there. Yeah. That's easy to remember. <laughs> yeah, that's so Celeste. It's excellent, yes. yeah. Okay, well, it'll have to be Celeste because my wife will have to have the sweetest. Uh-oh. That's a sugar fig, easy go. to grow. Yep. Uh, the figs are a little smaller than all the other ones, but the sugar content is higher. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Man, I'll be, Tom. I'm Bye, now going to have keep... to spend the whole day over there. All right. <laughs> keep listening and uh, and come on by, yeah. All right. And uh, Trace found something kind of cool. I forgot about your bonsai thing, but, yeah, he found something that we think may be what you're looking for with uh, oh, Sarissa. So, yep. Yeah, we got you covered. We got you covered, man. All right, I'll be asking Trace them when I get there. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, and toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More tomatoes. Yes. Okay. And you know, everybody always asks me when when something's going to show up. This grower will only ship on Wednesday. Can, okay. can I tell you a time? But uh, he will only ship on Wednesdays for his uh, drive drive time. Okay. So we've got Amelia coming. Oh. Uh, celebrity, of course. Juliet. Uh, Roma. Large red cherry. Black creme. Micro Tom, which I hadn't heard of before, but we're going to try it. Okay. Red grape. Sweet 100. Sun gold. Tycoon. Lemon boy. Yellow pear. Phoenix. Patio. And Cherokee purple. Okay, wow. there's your purple. Um, that's a lot. Well, uh, a wide variety, well, we, too. We didn't, we didn't go deep into any of them other than Celebrity and Tycoon. Those are okay. always the top. Yeah, I, sure. I, saw, I heard Sweet 100. Yeah. So, that's, uh, so I got Ruby Crush coming mm-hmm. and Sweet 100. So it looks like I'm going to be and, set. And Juliet. And Juliet. All right. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, this is great. There's peppers coming, too. Ooh. In my mind, it's a little early. Yes. But uh, we do got peppers coming. And here's an odd one that we don't get too often. Tomatillos. Oh. We're on this truck. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah. yeah so great. those we sold all those. Oh, okay. We're going to get a great. couple more. Well, good. But peppers, we're going to get uh, Big Chili, California Wonder, Thai Hot. It says it's hot milk, but I don't know if it is or not. You're not according. Uh, not, yeah, your uh, your the, definition of hot may be different. The, the, yeah, the Jalap- scale and trace of scale are different. Jalapeno yeah. hot, <laughs> uh, shishito. Okay, I said that right. Hope so. Uh, Altiplano. Yeah, which is apparently a serrano because I got serrano and princess. Oh, okay. Uh, sweet banana mm. and red bell. That'd be kind of cool. And I peppers be- are. are are they Milton-proof? They're close to it. Uh, Some of them are very forgiving. The ones that produce smaller peppers yeah. are much more forgiving than the ones that produce really big peppers. Okay. So if you have a mistake in there somewhere, you're, you're going to get a whole lot more fruit, whereas uh, the, the large peppers that you don't get a whole lot in the first place, a mistake can be catastrophic. Yeah. Okay. Like that word? Yeah. Can, okay. Man. Sounds terrible. It does. Um, yeah, there's some of the peppers that I've had success with that have just. Uh, I found another one. Oh, what'd you find? Multiplying onions. 
Oh. So we have we still have a handful of the the uh, onion slips. Okay. And, but uh, we're going to have multiplying onions. So that's some onion you can never get rid of, Milton. Yeah, and that was one of the onions I think that y'all recommended if I wanted the old-fashioned onion taste. I'm the, sure. Yeah. The strong. Okay. And sure. those are going to be Milton proof. Yeah. Okay. James is on the line at 210-308-8867. Has a question about the Celeste Fig at 210-308-8867. James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. I want to thank uh, Calvin for the tomato plant this morning. James, um, James yes. was the one that was going to do the the uh, be our reporter in the field at, at Calvin's event. Yes, our, our spy. For, I mean, a reporter. Uh, reporter is a much nicer word. How do you do for the James? tomato? For the yeah, tomato was, or the milkweed? I didn't go to the milkweed class. I went to no, the tomato I, class this morning. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, okay. it was, I think it was tomato. He did okay. Uh, yeah, well, I, I haven't been listening to the show after Calvin's day. I've been running errands. I've been stuck in Home Depot. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm supposed to do what with this tomato? <laughs> I'm sorry? No, 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 no. You were supposed to give us a report on how the class went. You were going to be undercover. So you, oh, you're, oh you're, thanks for reminding me. The class was fine. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> okay. I got a, I actually got a tycoon plant that I'm going to pot up uh, this afternoon or tomorrow. And I've grown tycoon in the past, albeit a long time ago, and it, and it did very well for me. So I'm yeah. um, looking forward to it. Okay, Celeste uh, figs. I tried to grow a fig tree 10 years ago or longer and was unsuccessful because it was during not this last drought but a previous drought, and uh, it just it died on me, long and short. So I want to try one again, and I understand Celeste is good. My question is, if I buy one, because I seen one in like a three-gallon pot at my local store the other day. So if I plant it in the spring and it's that size, how long till they go into to bearing to fruit on the figs? Uh, Roughly. Uh, quickly. Very. The first quickly. year, or is it a couple yes. of years? No. Oh, the first year. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's going cool. to be late in the fall. I mean, that's be, fine. Yeah. Yeah, my trick is this time I'm gonna I'm gonna plant it somewhere closer to a, a water source because I planted it to where anyway it didn't get enough water last time apparently so anyway old, I learned my uh, lesson on that one. In yeah. the old days, but I, I think some growers still do this that they put a mulch two foot uh, foot yeah. and a half of mulch. That's what I was gonna say ar- yeah. over the root system. So you can get away with a, a lot of mulch on that. You can just dump it. Ra- Rough, real rough uh, wood chips on that, and, and it'll be really, really fine. Um, if you can't get it well watered or watered on a regular basis. Uh, well, so. I have more time to devote to it now, so I, I should be able to keep it watered. But I lived in the sand, so I have to give it a lot of water, oh, wow. which okay. I can do. I can do now, and I'll mulch it heavily. But um, what about if I'm going to put a new one in the ground this spring? What about fertilization the first year it's in the ground? None or some? Limited amount. Uh, Limited so, amount. Okay. Yeah. It's not real de- de- yeah. demanding, but I, I think in that sand, I would. Uh, it's pretty efficient uh, n- nutrients. Right. So, so I, yeah, on, on uh, trees, I would always have a recommendation of half a can of Campbell's soup can full of slow-release fertilizer mixed in with the backfill. So Backfill, okay. Yeah, so, so you can think about that. It's a small amount of a uh, complete fertilizer, NPK, 
And uh, in fact, on a sand, you you want the last number, the potassium, to be a little higher. So so uh, three one two or two one two. Um, that's something the ratio which you're looking for. Right. But I've got a I've, I've got a nineteen five nine equivalent. The numbers are a little different. I got it at my local feed store last year, and I got some left, and it's a slow release. So about a about a cup of that, you're saying? Well, on a three gallon take, pot. Yeah, uh, even less than that. So um, less than always, that, half a yeah. cup. Yeah. So uh, so okay. what uh, what is Campbell's soup can? Eight ounces, so four ounces. Okay, half a cup then. Okay, yeah. sounds good. I appreciate it. And they are and still it, fertile, correct? I do believe, right? Yes. Yes, all right. All right, I got to pick uh-huh. one up. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Mix, mix that fertilizer well within your backfill and then, and then uh, put it back in. And then uh, you're going to get on a regular basis, uh, like fall, every fall. I'm, I'm looking at Calvin. Yeah, I've got, uh, that's one of the... You remind me of, but it's one of those uh, plants that I don't really worry about. For yeah, I don't worry about it too. So that's why I'm like, we, we don't have like a set schedule on that. But uh, okay, it, once a so year, the, either May or uh, late October, uh, November. Okay, the real key though is the water and the mulch, especially where I'm. Cur- at. Oh, exactly. All right, all right. Thank you. All right, thanks for going to the class. Bye. Thanks for the, the nice uh, compliments about Calvin. 210308. Did I miss that? Yes, you did. He was braving on you. Oh, yeah. He said you were great. I mean, he said it was amazing that everyone was mesmerized. There was just mm-hmm. silence in the room. I think that's what he said. Mark, is that what you heard? I that's what I heard, yes. Yeah. 210308. I think I like those imagined uh, hearing rather than the real ones sometimes. 210, we, uh, we need to put a spy in your uh, class uh Next week at Millburgers. 210 308 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up right after this on 930 AM. The answer. Any old place I call my home, I gotta go. I got Texas. Back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number. Give us a call and be a part of the show, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. Oh, did, were you, did you leave for, uh, to, uh, no, you were, you had to get called away. Never mind. All right. I didn't know if you were checking on something, but no, you just got called away. Yep. All right. Yes, sir. Mark? I was I was checking on something. I'm glad Trace is back. So for Tom, I went back into my my book, and uh, I had mentioned that uh, Asian persimmons are uh, separated into astringent and non-astringent. And contrary to common thought, the uh, first one that comes up on astringent is chocolate. Hmm. Um, and it says red fruit, red orange skin with chocolate colored flesh, uh, good pollinator, which is what you had said. And but Eureka had very high quality red fruit, so maybe Tom, think about Eureka. And then for the non astringent Fuyu, 
Is it, and then Giro. I think you also mentioned that one. No, you did. I did. Okay. I mentioned Tanya Nashi, I think. Is Tanya Nashi is an astringent one. Conical light orange fruit. So, anyway. Um, so, uh, back again, uh, our, the astringent chocolate, mm-hmm. a good pollinator. And uh, Eureka, good fruit. Fuyu, good fruit. Good. Uh, Euro, good fruit. But I'm not going to knock Texas persimmon. I, I actually like it. No, I actually I like Eastern persimmon. I thought that's what he was where he was going. But uh, uh, rarely can we grow it here in San Antonio, and rarely, if ever, does it fruit. So, but that uh, the, there is an Eastern persimmon, and it's high quality persimmon, but uh, not like our Texas persimmon. Yeah. If you're in Maine. Virginia. Oh. I would say Virginia. That would be the high quality okay. place. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So, uh, oh, I think you answered it, but I don't know if we were on the air or not. People are asking about grass. Always. Okay. And their question is? Is it alive? Oh, Okay. So we had grubworm questions. I, think I remember that. That about, was last week, yeah. Uh, so we had grubs and people talking about chinch bugs, thinking that that's what they're seeing. And it's not. It's just the winter. Okay. But uh, is, is, is it's, it's one, one, per, one person did swear they had a fungus. And I said, well, you might have had one, but you don't have an active fungus mm-hmm. right now. And our, despite Mark, our grass is coming back up. Um, oh, yeah, you were the one that said my oak leaves kept the uh, yes. insulated. I forgot. I, I was the doubting Thomas. Yes, you Doubting were. Mark on that. So I guess it's good for you that you don't mow often. Yep. See? Yeah, exactly. Well, now I'm going to mow them because we got nice weather coming up. We do. This week. What about fertilizer with uh, this weather? Fertilizing what? Grass yards. Are we supposed to do that? Uh, so I would think an organic might be okay because oh. it's going to take a long time to break down to be usable. So putting out an organic now, it might be available first of March. That's hmm. just to keep you occupied, Milt. No, I don't need a. I don't need that. I just. I'm just curious. But synthetics? No, it's no too early or too early. Yeah. Okay. The, the rule of thumb. Two, oh, two mows. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Two no twice. There you go. I was just going to say that. And weeds don't don't count. Mm. And dead leaves off your tree don't count. Okay. Y'all are too picky. Um, Yeah, I got a... uh, Well, the sun's kind of fighting to come out. The sun's going to come out at four, and the wind is going to stop. Really? Yeah. So I really could actually mow the yard today. You could. What about... You You were talking about turf grass. What about about that... uh, The... uh, Um... San Augustine grass are related to uh, Floratam. That uh, how how is that? Is that still? The, I the, see they're advertising it quite the, a bit. The, the Provista. Provista, yeah. yeah. Have you? How is How are people reacting to that? Is it? Well, most everybody who's planted it's loved it. Oh, good. Yeah. The, 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 just it must be amazing to be. You, you of course we haven't even got into the prime situation where the uh, using the. Uh, Glyphosate would uh, be amazing when you could use it and not not hurt the, the turf grass. Right. You could you could uh, glyphosate right right on top, um, not even phase it. No, you'd want to do the use the pure stuff, not nothing 
included in that, but just a glass of eight, and that would be fabulous. Just just walk around, just spray the weeds, not worry about anything uh, about it affecting the grass. All right, 210-308-8867. Yeah, did you hear what we're all talking about, Bill? No, no, I had another question I had to ask. Uh, okay. I thought I was a hoot owl there for a second. <laughs> I just couldn't spin my head all the way around. <laughs> okay, I found out an answer to another question. Okay. All right. So anyway, we're talking about all the the uh, great benefits of... You were wondering if the Girl Scouts were coming, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> you got to... You gotta, I'm assuming the weather was... Uh, Oh, they didn't show up. Oh, that's right. It was it's Saturday. Oh man, normally Mark Mark buys a couple. Uh, no, they were when I was getting my Dunkin' coffee. Uh, yeah. they were out there in the in, in the the hurricane strength winds, and I was very proud of them. But I wasn't going to sit there to get any. any they were cookies. at Dunkin's or here? No, they were uh, a couple places next door. Oh, okay. They, they wouldn't be at Dunkin's competing no. with. Uh, those Girl Scouts are tough. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess. No, it, it was it was close by, but they were in, a, in an, an adjacent parking lot. Okay. But it was hurricane strength winds out there. And I wasn't going to go, but I was impressed that they were out there, all bundled up. Well, yelling. they had heard that it was uh, Milton's turn to buy uh, the co- cookies. Well, and they said that of guy. Of course, unless unless what's the point? <laughs> I think he was debating on whether he was going to buy us some yeah, of the, yeah, maybe the food you, from. Maybe maybe get you some more. Tomorrow. Some of the meat that. Uh, yeah. All right. Rather than the cookies. I'm waiting but, for the charcuterie board to show up. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you? Wait for. One of y'all is supposed to bring it. We're supposed to go Cal- over to Prusky's and, and get one for us all. Oh, okay. I think Calvin was going to go get it. Maybe. All right. 210-308-8867. All right, let's let's focus on plants. Okay. Um, what else is going on in the plant world? Uh, oh, we got Zach on the line. Sorry, let's get to Zach right now. Ooh, a Mandina question. 210-308-8867. I guess it's a Nandina question. Uh, 210-308-8867. Hey, Zach, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hello, just fine. Um, do you all have the Nandinas in stock and... Do you think they would grow in shade under oak trees? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes and yes. Uh, there are thousands of different types of Nandinas, right. though. So I probably have, uh, you have har- seven or eight varieties out yeah. there right now that all grow to different heights. So when you come in, you need to, to already have pre-knowledge of how tall you want it to get. Amateur. Uh, as tall as it'll go. I have some in the backyard that are like eight feet tall. Um, okay. And I think it's called a heavenly bamboo, maybe? Yeah, I think they're all called that. Yeah. So uh, that's oh. Nandina domestica. Okay. So uh, there should be some out there, but if you call the register, they can go out and double-check that. They're, they're filled with berries now, too. Right. It's wonderful. So Trace is correct. There's there's seven or eight different varieties on that, all the way down from a ground cover all the way to the standard, which you're talking about. All right. All righty. Any other questions? Anything Zach should know about Nandinas? Uh, the ones he's talking about, they do bloom and they do put on berries. Okay. That one and the Nandina domestica compacta. So they do have a more of a tendency to multiply a little bit than some of the new fans. People talk about that because I, I just uh, 
trying to think of all the years where where have all those multipliers gone to? You know, they're not they're not they're not overbearing. They're yeah. not it's certainly controllable. Yeah. <coughs> all right, Zach, does that help you? Yep, I think Zach's gone. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll-free, 866-308-8867. Let's take the opportunity. We took a break a little late last time, but we got a chance right now. So we'll take a quick break and come back in a moment with your calls on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Go look at Nandinas. Okay, go look at Nandinas. Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, 210-308-8867. Pam is on the line, 210-308-8867. Hey, Pam, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, thank you. And I listened to y'all, the call before me about the gentleman asking about Nandinas. And we have the standard Nandinas here for years, and um, they're the tall and put on the berries. But uh, subdivision entrance right down the road, uh, they have the little, y'all mentioned y'all had different ones, and I want to know the name of this one. It's about, they're about a foot tall and about a foot in diameter. They have two rows spaced about, oh, i say six of them spaced about a foot and a half apart, and it's beautiful. They're full sun. They stay red all year around, and they stay in the same size. And uh, since I know that Nandinas, our Nandinas here, I never water, have to water them, and they're so hardy and uh they take the freeze so i thought well those small ones can you tell me about the what the name would be and if you have them that are about a foot tall so 18 inches is probably where we're talking so it's going to be harbor bell harbor flirt okay but none of them would have red all the time so um that's concerning Mm -hmm. Uh, well these these do Uh flirt has a purple to mm-hmm. attend to its new growth year round, mm-hmm. but not but not red. Mm-hmm. So I think we're I think it's a different plant. Well, no, it's okay, okay, uh, uh, okay. That that's fine. Um, these are these are red year round, and they're uh, you know I watch them all the time, back and forth, um, daily uh, on the highway here so and they never turn but 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 i was thinking it's because it was full sun but so it's harbor bell or harbor what was the second Har- one harbor bell or harbor dwarf dwarf, uh, dwarf. harbor okay. dwarfs more commonly found harbor bells mm-hmm. patented mm-hmm. and the, and the new- is patented so okay. they're not as easy All to right. come across but okay. if you want to be the one that would be the most likely to have a okay. purple hue to its new growth Okay. Uh, non-cold times. Okay. All right. Well, I thank you so much. And y'all have those, right? Uh, I have at least two of those. Okay. Two, two All right. out of those three, I'm pretty yeah. sure I have. Thanks, Pam. Okay. Thank y'all very much. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. All right. Bye, Pam. Joyce is on. Yes, oh, only because I went and looked a second ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Right. I was so, like, thank goodness. So the other Nandina question is, I do not have Nandina domestica in stock. I do have Nandina domestica compacta. Which is identical, except for it's four to five foot growth right. instead of six to eight. Oh, okay. Right. It, uh, the name was always misleading. So it's a compacta, but it's actually four to six. Okay. 
Joyce is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Joyce. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Very well, thank you. Good. What's going on? Well, here's the question, and it, it may be silly, but it's a real question for me anyway. And that is, uh, I've quite fallen in love with something called a Chipotle Ranch Salad Dressing. And I was reading the label on the back, and it says Chipotle Powder, and I assumed that was a pepper. But I get a few seed catalogs, and some of them have lots of pepper names in there. I do not find Chipotle pepper. Is that a real pepper, or is that just some kind of concoction? Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is it possibly a roasted pepper, a name for a roasted pepper? Okay, according to Wikipedia, I think Mark's right. So it says, Wikipedia says a chipotle uh, is a smoke-dried, ripe jalapeno chili pepper used for seasoning. There you go. Does that help? A smoked ripe jalapeno. Okay. Well, that was my question. You know, jalapeno is a catalog, uh, is a category we know, and you know there are all kinds of different mm-hmm. things in there. So I thought, well, maybe that's a chipotle or something. And then I got to thinking about it and thought, well, the way it's written, I'm not sure that's a real pepper. I mean, that name. So you've answered the question, and and thank you for not thinking I'm too silly. I thought I was kind of falling into the we category. We love silly questions. Oh, no, no, no. it's it's a great question. Yeah, because I bet well, you other people. Wondered too. You, you, you may like, then I have a friend that has a T-shirt I just love that said, I'd love to home garden, but I can't find any bacon seeds. <laughs> <laughs> I thought bacon grew on trees. Uh, well, that's where you need the seeds. You need the bacon seeds. Yeah. I don't know if Trace has any. No. Do we have any bacon plants? No. no. Okay. But Maybe we'll get some in. We'll call you, Joyce. <laughs> Maybe so, but I, 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 it, it amuses me every time she wears that thing. Anyway, no, a, thank you very question. much for your help. <laughs> Do you grow any peppers, Joyce? Do you grow peppers now? Uh, I have tried, but I have a way too shady yard, and they don't do very well. And and I kind of don't don't peppers fool with are one it. of those uh, one of those things that you know even a decent sized pot's good enough to grow it. So if you could, yeah, I think you could be successful. Well, but that that. That's my problem. I get a little bit of filter here and there, but lots of oak trees on the property and all that uh, stuff. I, I really don't have a full sun area, so that's always been uh, keeping me back from gardening very much. But I try. So the you mean you'd rather have oak trees than peppers? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the your only option is chili patine. Oh, for yeah. shade? Okay. For shade. Ooh, I just find they grow very nicely in the flower beds. And, you know, there's some ornamental ones now um, that you could even put in a pot. And the foliage is is, is different colors, multicolors. And they would, uh, and then the, the, the fruit would be multicolored. So it's, it's, it's nice. So um, it, I don't know if we have any. I'll ask, I'll ask Trace if we have any here. But um, those those are some uh, some new varieties of chili patine that, that they are ornamental in nature. Oh, I'd love to find that. Yes, please do. I'd be interested to know if you okay. do have something like that. I can get that the chili patines in my bed, a few, a limited production, again, because of the lack of uh, enough sun for them. And I've heard that there are people who, I don't know how exactly, but cut them in half and do smoke the chili patine. It sounds like that would come maybe close to that same type of flavor. So mm-hmm. it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. 
All right. Thank you. Thanks for calling. What it was that are ornamental. They have a unique foliage as well as the fruit. I uh, said, so do, you, do you know of these, and do you have any of these here at Milberg's? I don't have any. Well, I don't have any peppers to speak of at all right now. Right, right, we do, right. We do have some chili patine that we're waiting, and, um, but I wouldn't want to sell what I got okay. right now. But have you heard about that? Something like they call like midnight or, or well, some there's dark. Well, there's a whole bunch of different ornamental peppers that uh, Peterson Brothers grows. Uh-huh. Uh, but no relation. They're all, uh, they're all pretty big. I wouldn't say they have I mean, Size of marbles, yeah. Well, so, so, but these were chili patines that I saw that they 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 were had some uh, unique foliage. So. Well, there was there was one they were growing in a basket that had dark foliage. Yeah. Okay. Marty's on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Marty, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? All right. How are you guys doing? Good. What's wrong with your lemon tree? Oh, the tips of my lemon tree. Oh, thank you for, first of all for taking my call. You bet. Okay, the tips of my lemon tree, they look like they're burnt. I'll do some of the branches, but are going to trim those off? I would wait, but uh, I think I think everybody's kind of debating right now whether this is the time to do it. Uh, at that program I was at today, they, there were a number of folks that were with their uh, citrus that uh, were, yeah, say, well, is, can I do it or should I wait a little longer? The, the, I suspect the dead area in most areas, most plants is going to move down a little bit more. But you don't, it won't uh, affect the life of the tree if you uh, cut a if you don't cut quite as far as you have to, other than if we have another freeze. Well, that was my question. Is it in a pot or in the ground? It, it's in a pot. So if if you want you, I mean, you should be fertilizing all the time i think in a container i would go ahead and give it the haircut just make sure you're moving it with, yeah yeah well, i'm gonna probably um, i'm gonna uh, cover it tonight and, and move it for sure yeah unhappy at 40 and really unhappy mm-hmm. at 32 mm-hmm. right okay I'm, I'm i'm very glad to hear that the ruby crush tomatoes on on its way i appreciate you guys i thought of that i thought you might uh your ears might perk up <laughs> cool I, I can't tell you what day they're gonna show up though mm-hmm. But Marty, okay, you've done the, the you've done the, the wish list before, gold, haven't you? And red. The Rio Grande Gold is that what you're asking? Yeah. Oh, do we have any information yep. on that? Nope. Nope. No. Talk okay. to you soon. Thanks, Marty. Bye bye. Bye, Marty. Bye bye. Yeah. No, Marty. Marty's a good gardener. Calls us a lot. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Speaking of things that we do have here, um, let's see. We've got uh, strawberries. We do. Yeah. Um, you, and they're in the four and a half. Normally they're four ninety nine. They're on sale three for twelve fifty. You want to talk a little bit about what we got? Well, there's two varieties in that group. Uh, both are fine for now. I end them then. Okay. So uh, they'll still pay for themselves in in uh, strawberries. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we have them. And I did find some hanging baskets. Oh, good. So there's some hanging baskets theoretically coming in this week. Of strawberries? Of strawberries. Oh, cool. So you can just get them already in the hanging basket. So my assumption, these were planted in the hanging basket in the fall. Oh. Which would be good. So they should be they big and bushy and have strawberries already on them? Well, they should be bigger and bigger. bushier. Okay. Than I would. When do we? Well, these, little four, these little four and a half inch guys, they're, they're blooming their heads off right, oh, right good. now. Oh, good. Yeah. Plant now. Buy yeah. now. We still have uh, blue bonnets. 
We do. We have four-inch pots of mm-hmm. blue, and I think we have six packs of white and, and red. red. Okay. Geraniums. Oh, we got oh, yes. a slew of geraniums. Ivy geraniums, Fantasia geraniums, uh, and then a few other types as well. Okay. Do we have any containers? Folks who used to come here and say, you know, I love the nursery. Great plants, great people, but the parking lot, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> do you have any good news for them? I do. We, act- we actually opened it <laughs> no up. No one has ever said that, have they? No. Okay. <laughs> we uh, we actually opened it up yesterday uh-huh. at right 2, 30, 3 o'clock for light traffic, so re- regular vehicles. Okay. And uh, so we're... We haven't been able to drive a forklift on it, so we're not. We're still using that back uh, makeshift. Oh yeah, that, but that worked out really well. It, it did. So uh, and then they may even. Know- oh okay, yeah, it's got all the stuff. Yeah. Okay, so we had to, we cleared the bedding plant area and uh, we worked on that seal coated it so it would match. Okay. So you may notice some changes. Um, here um, at Mill Burgers, and then any other changes coming? Or no, there's never changes. The service, and uh, any good? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's some a couple of odd things that wouldn't make any difference to anybody else. Okay, but uh, we're gonna move some shelves around and try to open up some doorways. To but uh, they got closed off over the years. Okay, that'll be neat. So lots of improvements happening here. At Millburgers, and uh, you can come on by at 1604 on Boulevard Road and visit and notice them all. Or you'll also find, uh, I'm trying to see, oh, fruit trees are on sale in the number five pot. Yes, they it are. It is fruit tree planting season. <gasps> what? Yes, now is the time. Best selection all year. Okay, that's what it says. I, choose think, from, I think you even said that. <laughs> uh, you can choose from apples. Peaches, pumpkins, apples, peaches, pears, plums. That's tough to say. It's a lot of peas. And apricots. And we and had more. the varieties. Oh, and we had the varieties that are recommended for this area. Yeah, that's the key. That really is the key. The Because um, people do call in and they say, oh, I got this at the big box store. And it's like, eh, maybe you shouldn't have. But All right. Let's see what else we got going on. Um, I, will, I, will, let's, I will begin to wrap up. Anything else? Uh, schedule. Uh, both of them are full, I believe. Well, mm-hmm. we're full. They still can take uh, uh, attendees, but uh, their uh, handout uh, numbers are, are full. So David's going to give one on the. I'm going to give one next Saturday mm-hmm. on uh, tomatoes, on rodeo tomatoes. And David is going to give one... I don't have it in front of me. We'll, we'll get it for you tomorrow as well today. On behalf of everybody here at the nursery, thanks to you for listening. Come on by and visit with us uh, at 1604 on Boulevard Road. I'm Melton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.